the liturgical sense of the readings at Mass. The foundational and immutable reason why humans ought to love themselves and each other is because they were created in the image and likeness of God. The human species is the Imago Dei, and according to today's readings for the seventh Sunday in Ordinary Time, because we are the Imago Dei is why we are also called to holiness. That is, because God is holy and we are made in the image and likeness of God, we too have holiness within our capacity. Today's first reading from Leviticus chapter 19 verses 1 through 2 and 17 through 18 comes from a genre of post-exilic social laws communicated by Moses to the community of God's people in regard to the Decalogue or a boundary of laws that would have prevented them from breaking the Ten Commandments. This genre of social laws is largely found in Exodus chapters 21 and 22, Leviticus 19, and Deuteronomy chapter 24, and are primarily concerned about how we are called to treat one another. The most unique and arguably most beautiful thing about Leviticus chapter 19's commands is that they are prefaced in verses 1 and 2 with the reason why we are called to obey them, saying, The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the whole Israelite community and tell them, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. This is incredible for God here to relate himself to us in this way, informing us that because there is something about us that is like him, we therefore have the capacity to be like him. Truly, everyone who he created has his life breath within them. And when the immortal soul leaves the body, the body does not have life within it. Not only is this body of commands in Leviticus prefaced with an ear to the Imago Dei text from Genesis chapter 2 verse 26, but early and often it closes 15 of its 34 commands with either the phrase, I, the Lord am your God, or I am the Lord which is also used in chapter 19, verse 37, to close out this entire section of statues and decrees. These end notes are a way of God as Father saying, you can do this because you are like me. Or, yes, you can do the work of being holy because I, your father am holy, and I made you like me. According to Christ Jesus, 
Leviticus chapter 19 verses 17 through 18, you shall not hate any of your kindred in your heart. Reprove your neighbor openly so that you do not incur sin because of that person. Take no revenge and cherish no grudge against your own people. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Together with Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Combine to make the greatest commandment and sum up the whole law and the prophets. In today's second reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 through 23, the apostle Paul takes his turn at the Imago Dei, writing, Do you not know that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person for the temple of God, which you are, is holy. Indeed, this is a common theme in all of the Paulinian texts, where he reminds us that because we belong to Christ rather than to the world, there is something different about us, and we need to embrace that difference. In the instant case, if anyone among you considers himself wise of this age, let him become a fool so as to become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in the eyes of God. God has revealed himself to us through his only begotten and beloved son, Christ Jesus, and through his church, the Holy Spirit is revealing more and more to us about God's plan for salvation. But all of this is still what we call the mystery of our faith, because we do not even know what we know. <laughs> our depth of knowledge about what has been revealed to us is so shallow that the word shallow does not even suffice to explain the complexity of our ignorance. Yet, this is why those who consider themselves wise in this world are always those same people who are, are at work day and night to destroy the Imago Dei on earth everywhere they can find it from the Imago Dei in the womb to the Catholic Church itself, the body of Christ with our Lord as his head. Because they hate themselves, they hate the image of God everywhere else they see it. This also applies to the liturgy of the Catholic Mass. Everyone who hates the Imago Dei hates the liturgy because the liturgy, the Catholic Mass, is the only place on earth where the image of God is rendered unto man, made in the image of God, so that he might become his true 
supernatural self, holy as his Lord God is holy. In today's gospel reading, we continue hearing from Jesus' sermon on the mount. For this seventh Sunday in ordinary time, it is taken from Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 through 48, where Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, Offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one as well. I have heard people call this teaching of Jesus against being vengeful as a hard teaching. But the Lex Talionis is really quite a peculiar thing for people who believe in the Imago Dei to believe in anyway. I find the Lex Talionis to be a difficult teaching. That I have to harm people who harm me. Who wants that life? Yet, the Lex Talionis has been cited throughout the centuries by people as their justification to inflict their revenge on others who were created with the same breath as them. I find that the Lex Talionis is beyond being what we would call childish behavior because even children have to be trained to be vengeful. To the contrary, the Lex Talionis is nothing less than mere animal brain behavior. Harming others because they harm you is just parts of the animal kingdom code. It falls right in line behind the animal code to mark your territory by urinating along the perimeter of it. Jesus continues his refutation of the Lex Talionis saying, You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father, for he makes his sun rise on the good and the bad, and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust, for if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly father is perfect. This is not a difficult teaching at all. Moreover, the Divine Symphony is repetitiously teaching us what our neighbor deserves, what justice they deserve, what their just due is. It is to be united with him in whose image they were created. And the greatest sign of justice we have is when a priest celebrant elevates the consecrated Imago Dei above the altar. Although the wise of the world rejected, the Imago Dei 
under the guise of bread and wine is our constant reminder that if dead bread and wine can be made holy, so too can we. All it takes on our part is to be obedient to God and part of that obedience is becoming disposed to desiring the good for our neighbor, the same good we desire for ourselves. We had not always gotten that perfectly right as a people of God because we have magisterially condoned vengeance in its various forms at times. Whether it was unjust wars, discrimination, slavery, or capital punishment, it has been difficult for us to consistently see the Imago Day in our neighbor. Ironically, at times, it has been easy for us to see the Imago Day in consecrated bread and wine than it was to see in the real presence of the other human. Being wise in this world has failed us at times, but the liturgy remains consistent. While the world pursues death, what has been placed before us on the altar sacrifice is life eternal. Let us desire life, not only for ourselves, but also let us be foolish and stupid and desire that same thing for the least among us. And that is how we will be a Eucharistic people in the world. This is just one way how the readings at Mass this Sunday connect to the liturgy and how the liturgy is forming us how to live our lives in the world. Be in the world which you have received through the liturgy. I am David L. Gray. Visit me online at davidlgray.info for more content and context about the liturgical sense of the scriptures.